Liz Rao definitely has a quirky sense of humor. She's an author and now a podcast host. But recently, she's undergone a major change in her life. VSG Bariatric Surgery. Now she's on a journey to discover health and happiness. Join her as she navigates this new world. This is Life with Liz. Hey everyone, in case my intro did not give it away, my name is Liz Rao. You may have heard of me before. I used to have a podcast that was a little bit more about pop culture, a little bit more about what was happening, and um, I'm just going to come out and say I'm a Bravo TV addict. So from time to time, we might be talking about like a little housewives in here, but now my life is changing. I'm going under VSG surgery, and if you've never heard of that, guess what? I hadn't either. But what it is, is it is a vertical sleeve gastrectomy, or more commonly known as a gastric sleeve surgery, and it is for weight loss. So I'm actually using it not um, just for weight loss. I actually have quite a few health things happening right now, and I've, you know, I won't delve too personal into it. Everyone has their own things happening, right? But I'm going to be as honest with you as possible, and in, in a sense that I think it might help other people. So that's really my main goal of this podcast moving forward is I want to help everyone else feel their strongest, feel their most empowered, whatever it is you're dealing with or whatever it is you're looking for to find your best you. That's what I want to help you with. So let's talk a little bit about how I got here and why I decided to do VSG surgery. So and you know, I'm going to apologize now you're going to hear me call it VSG sometimes, gastric sleeve sometimes. It's just whatever's rolling off my tongue. So that's how I podcast. I don't like to edit. I don't like to censor myself. I just am who I am. So that is what we are doing, ladies and gents. So anyway, my life has been changing for a while now. Anyone who has considered going through VSG or has gone through the process knows that it is not an overnight thing. There is a lot of work that goes into it. So let's kind of start at the beginning and talk a little bit about uh, what brought me here and why I want to talk to you all. So here's how it goes with a VSG surgery. The surgeon removes a large portion of your stomach. This new smaller stomach is basically like a, a newborn stomach. You have to be very gingerly with it. But it's about the size of a banana, which I find ironic because I hate bananas. I really do. And now it's in like all the recommended protein shake recipes. So gonna have to figure out a new one about that. But now I'll be living with a newborn baby stomach, basically. And one month from now, I will be going in for my surgery. And I have been working on this since February. So that is about, let's see, February, March, April, May, June, five months. It'll be six months by the time I go in. And I researched it for much longer than that ahead of starting this process and finding out if I can even qualify, how much it would help me if I could make the commitments to it. But Let's be very, very clear. VSG surgery is just, it's not a quick fix. It's not an overnight fix. This is a lifestyle change. It's a tool that I will have to live with forever. My eating, my drinking habits, and lifestyle choices will be forever changed. And some things I will have to say a forever goodbye to. And 
you might already be thinking, how, why, what? I mean, who would do this kind of stuff to themselves? Yeah, I, I had all the same questions, to be honest. So, again, I, let's just start from the beginning. Seven years ago, I made another drastic change in my life. I was born and raised in Missouri, a little town called Boonville, if you've ever heard of it. And um, I needed a change, just a whole change in my scenery, in my career, in my life. I just needed that kind of mental shake. So I picked up my life and I moved to Colorado and now I reside in Denver and I picked up my life for a job knowing that I really had no friends in Colorado. There was one person I knew from college and was good friends with in college who graciously let me sleep on his couch for a week. Um, no family out here. I mean, I knew nobody or nothing about the area, really. I mean, I had vacationed in the mountains a few times as a child. But, you know, it was like being a stranger in a city. And it was awesome. It was something I mentally and just desperately needed. With a fresh perspective, I found I was handling my life, my food quality, and my stress levels differently. I felt stronger. That kind of uprooting and shifting is something that has always worked for me in something that I find myself like wanting every few years just to shake myself. And I have a very sink or swim mentality. You either sink or you swim. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm not about to drown in my life. So I swim. So then roughly three or four years ago, I mean, forgive me with COVID and everything else that's happening, time has really blended together in my mind. But I took a promotion and I found that, you know, I had limited free time compared to what I was having. And I, I found myself working more. I found myself stressing more. I actually lost friends in my um, profession, which I will, I will keep quiet because I have a day job and then I have this and this is my fun job. So I'm going to keep that quiet. But I actually lost friends over that promotion inside my company, people who felt like I really didn't deserve it. And you find out very quickly in a dog-eat-dog mentality of who's your friend and who's not. So it really got to me. I'm going to be honest. I was very young starting out in this company and young for the positions I, I was taking and earning. And um, I didn't handle it the best. I started stressing more about earning respect from others in my company, um, as well as in life, to be completely fair, which then caused my anxiety to like go through the roof. And then what happened? I stopped sleeping. I really, like, people would always be like, why are you so tired? I'm like, I can't sleep. And they were like, have you tried this? Have you tried melatonin? Have you tried meditation? Have you, like, everyone was willing to throw me some sort of solution about why I couldn't sleep instead of asking why I couldn't sleep. You know what I mean? Like everyone's a doctor on the surface level. But so as my anxiety started to roll, I couldn't sleep. Well, guess what happens when that occurs? Once you can't sleep, the next day you feel even more stressed out. You, you're not at your best. You're not 100%. Mentally, I would think, oh, let me eat something because... It'll give me more energy. Let me have one more cup of coffee. 
And so I'd be more stressed out. Then I would eat more to deal with that stress. And then at night, guess what? I couldn't sleep again because my anxiety was just rippling through my body in these waves. And I started having physical pains. And um, even though my I could feel my eyes being so tired, my mind was on this like, um, God, what are those little like wheels that like rats roll around and you know I'm talking about the little treadmill wheels like that was my brain it was constantly constantly spinning and there was nothing I could do to quiet it so then I would think hmm let me have a glass of wine maybe that'll relax me nope maybe I'll have another glass of wine that'll relax me nope you know what I did it sped it up more sped everything up more to the point where my anxiety was like in my veins like racing all the time so guess what happens? You don't sleep, you wake up, you're grumpy, you're moody, you think, oh, I'm going to have a couple cups of coffee, I'm going to eat something that'll give me, quote, more energy, and I'm going to roll through this day, and you start going on this, like, almost, I don't know if this is really the technical term, I'm not a doctor here, folks, but I would, like, almost manically go through the day, like, gotta go, gotta go, gotta get it done, get it done, get it done. I came very efficient, in my career, I became very efficient at multitasking because of this go, go, go energy that was running through me. But I was so tired. And I was gaining weight like no tomorrow because of all these things that I would tell myself and make excuses for. And just being wired like that just wasn't healthy for me. And then about two years ago, I took another promotion. And it's just, you could only imagine, like internally, I was crying. I was so tired. I had zero energy. And people would say, you know, imagine being, I'm in my 30s now, but imagine being in a position of management or in a director position and, and having all these responsibilities. And people would say, why are you so tired? You're only like 28. You're only 29. You have no right to be tired. You're young. And inside, I'm like, Okay, but I'm crying because I have all these things going on and the anxiety started causing physical ailments um, that nobody could really connect or diagnose. But now I know, you know, looking back, that's what it was. And that's on me. I couldn't develop the tools to cope properly. Um, And I really, I'm going to be honest, I didn't give a shit about expressing myself as to why I was so tired. And nobody ever actually asked me why. They just told me I didn't have a right to be. So cut to the present day. Another promotion, more anxiety, just doubled. In the meantime, I also have a personal relationship now. I was going on a four-year relationship with my boyfriend, then turned fiancé. Um, so I had that balance of it, and that was like my little like happy space where I was like, okay, if I can just shut down long enough to focus on this, I'll be fine. But as you can imagine, my fiancé at the time, um, he was my fiancé, he didn't really care to deal with the sleep apnea that I developed, the body pains, the stomach pains, the sore joints, the moody attitude, because even with my now new anxiety-driven insomnia, if I fell asleep, I didn't stay asleep because I developed sleep apnea by my weight gain and... I just wasn't psychologically and physiologically taking care of myself. It just wasn't okay. And last year, 
someone just mentioned to me in passing, and that's truly and really how it happened. Um, they mentioned the term gastric sleeve to me. And I thought, what is that? What is gastric sleeve? And I thought they were saying like lap band. So I would respond in the conversation like, oh, they had a lap band? And they're like, no, they had gastric sleeve. Oh, they had gastric bypass? I've heard of that one. And they're like, no, it's it's literally, like they still have a stomach. It's a sleeve. Uh, and the term stuck with me. And I just kept thinking, wow, like this this person that um, was a friend of a friend was doing phenomenally. They were feeling better. They had more energy. They were losing weight. Um, they were gaining self-confidence in the process of it. So it just kind of stayed with me. And then like something started dinging. You know how something dings in the back of your mind, like, and you just can't stop wondering and stop thinking about it? So I started researching it. At night, I would go to bed, and instead of sleeping, because I still really couldn't do that, I would research. And then I would find these blogs, and then I would find video vlogs on YouTube. And, and I'm going to share with you some of my favorite YouTubers later. Um... And I just researched, and I would just feel so inspired. And let me tell you what, not everyone's story was the same. Not everyone had success. Not everyone changed their patterns, and so they would just go back to eating eventually the way they were eating before. Um, some people experienced regain. Some people ended up going back in for gastric bypasses. I mean, every journey was so, so different because every body Every human body is so different. So anyone who's thinking about doing this, like that's my number one suggestion is go out there and research. Uh, it's like being back in college. You will find yourself just getting fascinated and, and diving back in and watching all these things. And then I started following people on Instagram because I would follow hashtags like um, hashtag gastric sleeve surgery and just gastric sleeve and um, I just, it was so intriguing. So after that, I, I talked to my fiance and he said, if this is something you're really interested in, you should set up a consultation. So I Googled, um, bariatric surgeons in Colorado and I looked at their reputation. I looked at their websites and some of them even had their own personal videos of their surgeries that they had done. I researched their, um, reviews. Um, I, I really just, I, I dug in and I started making a couple of phone calls and I found my surgeon, um, just South of Denver. I won't say who or where, because I don't know if they really, uh, I don't know if I have that permission to share yet until, I don't know, after the surgery maybe, but, um, uh, you know, I'll, I'll ask him, I'll ask him if he minds. Um, but yeah, so in February I, I started this process and, you go through three to six months of educational classes. It depends on your insurance carrier. You go through counseling. You meet with a nutritionist. I mean, it's very intense, and they, they really want to make sure you have all the tools to really succeed in doing this. And that is how I really got here today. And I wasn't originally going to share it. I originally felt a little embarrassed not being able to, and not even just about weight, but not just being able to develop my coping mechanisms I needed to get the stress under control and to get the anxiety under control and to, and 
make these changes. So I look at the gastric sleeve or VSG, potato, patata, as a tool for me. It's not an overnight fix. It's not a quick fix. Yes, does it help you in the first year? Yeah, you betcha it helps you because you just simply can't eat as much food. However, it doesn't just help you for life. You have to really work at it. You have to really provide yourselves the right nutrition, the right food, the right exercise, the right mentality to make it a lifelong change and to make it really successful for yourself. So it's a new journey that I'm starting and I would love to share it with you all. So originally I did feel embarrassed and I still do to a degree. I'm not thrilled about the idea of sharing some of my worst photos on Instagram by all means. But I thought about the people who inspired me to go forward with it. And if they could help just one person, if they could inspire just me, why couldn't they help me inspire somebody else? And it doesn't even have to be about weight loss. Let's say you're struggling with anything at all. Talking about things is what causes change. Talking about your feelings and talking about your struggles and and not hiding behind it, that's what changes the world. So, I mean, not to get all soapboxy, but that's where I started with this process. Um, So not only will this blog be on my website at Liz Route Official, because for those of you who don't know me, I'm also a fiction author, Um, but my podcast will be on iTunes, Google Cast, Podbean, Pocket Cast, you name it, it's there. Um, but I'm also going to be sharing it on my Instagram at Liz Route Official. So I have that going with me. And my fiance turned now husband is very extremely supportive of me. And I think that's another crucial step to going into this is to having that support behind you and having someone who's going to make those changes with you and who's going to go on that hike with you and who's going to, you know, focus on that nutrition first. So I'm very lucky in the fact that I have support behind me and I'm very lucky in the fact that I can, I'm able to share this journey as well. I wanted to start sharing it before I did the surgery because this is how I feel right now. The day after surgery, I might, you know, might have something different to say. Who knows? Every day is a little different. But right now, I'm really excited about this surgery. I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm saying goodbye to the things that I won't be able to have anymore, or even just in moderation will be a challenge. So I'm going into this one month from today. I'm going to go in and I'm going to have surgery. And I want you all to follow along. I'm going to um, like I said, track it all on my Instagram with the hashtag Liz got sleeved. So you have that going for you. Um, but just look me up at Liz Rao official, L-I-Z-R-A-U official on Instagram. And you can find me and follow me along in this journey. I'm going to try to do this podcast weekly, if not bi-weekly. Um, but I want to hear from you all and I want to know what you all are doing on your journey and what is helping you through life and what's really giving you that confidence to go out there and be yourself. So with that said, I do have just three tips for anyone who's considering this. Research, 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 research. Make sure that this is something you can handle because it is a lot of work. The first 
well, the week going into surgery, some surgeons do four days, mine's doing seven, you're on an all-liquid diet. Clear liquids only. The week coming out of surgery, clear liquids only. So that's two weeks of just fluids right there. Nothing else. No food, no caffeine, nothing. Um, you can't ever have soda again. So if you're a soda addict, you better kick the habit. Because if you start drinking post-surgery, you are going to experience regain. Um, but just research your doctor. Research other people who have gone through it. And not just people who are a month into it like me, but people who have been three years out, four years out, seven years out. Make sure that you can make the changes that are required to make this the absolute most successful tool for you. The next one I have is watch and listen. It's easy to have a lot of assumptions about people who went through this and people who um, are in their first year and they're like 120 pounds and they've dropped to 200 pounds and all this stuff. But you got to remember that this tool really works for you the most the first year, maybe 18 months, maybe. But it's not going to forever discontinue to cause you to lose weight. You have to make the changes in order to maintain and in order to stay healthy because your stomach's going from a full-size stomach to a little baby sleeve. So watch and listen and really, really decide if the things other people have gone through are things that you can deal with. And the second one is just be honest. Be honest with your nutritionist. Be honest with your counselor. Be honest in all of the education classes and share with the others that are in your classes. I've learned a lot just from listening to other people in my classes. Um, but be honest with yourself. Be honest with who's ever in your house. If you have an addiction to, um, gosh, what's something that's terrible besides soda? Soda's like my number one enemy. It just has been. Um, let's say you don't think you can give a beer. This is probably not the surgery for you. I'm just going to say that right now. So um, did I have my goodbye to beer day? You betcha. Am I going to be fine moving forward without it? You betcha. But just, you know, consider those things because they're all things that will contribute to your success and moving forward. The other thing I would just say is I didn't really have it written down on my tips, but things that will, I think, help you move forward um, are just that support system, like I was saying earlier. That is something that will make a difference. The last thing I was going to share is I did say I would share with you some of the YouTubers that I thought gave me great advice personally and um, people that I liked to watch because I found them very relatable for me personally. There's hundreds of YouTubers out there, so find the person that you feel the best with. I'm writing down all my tips along the way so I can keep you all updated as I go through the different stages, but these three YouTubers really, I thought, gave me great words of wisdom. And one of them was Mini Me in Tennessee. I loved watching her blog. She actually did gastric bypass. So she started with the sleeve, but then determined that the gastric bypass was better for her. Um, Kimberly H. She has given me really good inspirations of, of the do's and the don'ts and things she wished she knew before surgery and things she wished she knew about post-surgery. And then the last one is Lindsay Zoll, who uh, she used to do like makeup tutorials and things on YouTube. That's how I first heard of her. Um, and then I found her again when I was researching VSG. And these three ladies were just really um, 
I, I felt like they were speaking to me. They were all very honest about the do's and don'ts. They were honest about things that weren't amazing and honest about things that really changed your life. So if you can find someone like that to help motivate you, and if I can help motivate you in any way, I mean, please just leave all the comments you can. But good luck to you and stick with me because I think this is going to be an exciting journey. So once again, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, Liz Route Official. However, I will say my Facebook Facebook tends to be more about my author life. I'm going to be totally honest. Or you can find me at LizRaOfficial.com. I am adding a new blog to that page to follow my VSG journey. So that, in a nutshell, is my beginning to my story. And my life is now changing. So tag along with me. And let's keep it real. Bye, guys. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Life with Liz.